Hey everyone, welcome to Limitless Radio Cast, episode 84. Hope you guys all had a good new year and you're ready to get after it in 2023. So coming at you today, we're hanging out with the amazing Luke Griffith from New Wave out of Austin, Texas. He's an up-and-coming amazing brown belt under John Donaher and Gordon Ryan. Amongst many other things, he is a top-level grappler from South Africa. So sit back, relax, throw those headphones on, and enjoy the show. We'd also like to thank all our friends who help and support Chad and I do this show each and every week. Magic City Brewing Company located in Akron, Ohio. Limitless Tape. M&H Beans. Gateway Dental Care. Lashley Nutrition Supplements and Supplies. Thomas Webb from D. Hoff Realtors. Lanky Fight Gear. Red Tail Tattoo Company. Kendry Law LLC. And last but not least, James Klingerman's BJJ Foundation. Check them out for amazing BJJ techniques, help, and instructionals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Hope all you guys had an amazing uh, holiday, Christmas, uh, New Year's is right around the corner. This is actually our last show for the year, and uh, it's an awesome one. We saved a great show. We're hanging out with the awesome Luke Griffith out of New Wave in Austin, Texas. He is a brown belt under John Donna here. And I think, is Gordon considered a coach for you too, Luke? Yes, I would say uh, under Gordon and Gary both as well. And Gary well, as well. Okay, yeah. I thought so. I yeah. just wasn't I wasn't 100% sure. I didn't want to throw it out there. I, I tend yeah. to <laughs> screw up the intros all the time. I'm an old guy, as everyone knows. So, <laughs> so no Luke, thanks so much, man, for hanging out with no, us. We appreciate it very much. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. I'm uh, excited to, to chat with you guys. So Chad, we were just talking about, uh, you know, he's had a, Luke's had a huge busy month, you know, UFC Fight Pass, Nogi Worlds, right. ADCC. I mean, Honestly, yeah, he hasn't really had any time off at all. That's <laughs> a yeah, yeah. Good way to I end mean, the good way to end the year, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I I really do prefer being busy as opposed to you know kind of not knowing when the next competition is going to be. Sure. Uh, it there is like, it's nice sometimes you being like, okay, I don't have anything coming up for a little while, but uh, it just kind of helps you just stay not motivated, but just you know committed. Where like, okay, I do have this and I have this coming up. So it kind of just helps you to stay on track with with the training and whatnot, you know? Yeah. And I think it seems like in jujitsu that it's, you don't have camps like you do for fights, like MMA wise, right? Because we're always, we're always training. We're always, I would say in shape, right? Yes. Um, Yeah. Like you said, staying active. If you get a call tonight, you're ready to go tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, which is, uh, which I was, uh, I was saying, uh, which is exactly what happened with the UFC event. You know, yeah. I went to Vegas um, just to help Gordon prepare and uh, ended up getting the call the morning before the event to say something happened to Vinny and uh, Nikki Rada jumped up into the super fight and they had a vacant spot, you know, and, you know, right. just thankful that I was actually there and ready to compete that I actually, um, you know, got the opportunity to jump in and do that. Heck and it yeah. was a great experience to, um, to be a part of one of the biggest grappling shows uh, or the start of maybe one of the biggest grappling shows to come, sure. you know? Right. Did it feel different? Did that show feel different than that's, I mean, ADCC is, I feel, I mean, I love all of them, but yes, I, I, obviously ADCC is a different caliber. It was huge this yeah. year. It was awesome. Um, but yeah. in your other compared to other competitions, big competitions, cause Luke, you've competed obviously at the highest level. Did yeah. it feel different? So, so it definitely had a different feel to, uh, to a lot of the, um, you know, competitions I've done previously, obviously ADCC was on such a large scale. Uh, that you know, True, it's hard yeah. to compare anything to that. You know, at least that right. I competed in. Um, 
but you know, in, just in terms of a professional grappling show, uh, it was run so smoothly. You know, I mean, I I only jumped in the day before, and you know, the the UFC guys, you know, took care of everything so uh, professionally. Uh, you know, got me to do all the media stuff, and uh, everything ran so smoothly that uh, I really, it really was something that was enjoyable. Like I really enjoyed competing for the show. You know, uh, yeah. so that was something that was really awesome. And like you said, man, I mean, that's a huge opportunity experience, obviously more eyes on our sport as a whole, obviously. And I know UFC, that's what they want to do. They want to build that up to have an opportunity for people to be able to watch, obviously exciting and great matches, um, which I'm all for, obviously I'm yeah. a match watcher versus, uh, an instructional and it's, it's mainly probably because I'm older. I do. And my coach was like, watch matches, yeah, <laughs> watch yeah. matches and take privates <laughs> with me. <laughs> yes. It's always a good idea. No, I, uh, no, I, I re- it really is awesome. Mm-hmm. I, and I mean, even the UFC fight pass app, uh, I mean, I, I downloaded it just after that, just to go back and watch it. The app is built so well. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's so easy to use and it, it really looks very, very professional. Yeah. Uh, so very to go back friendly. and watch that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Um, so yeah, it was, it was definitely awesome to be a part of that and I'm looking forward to competing for them again. Nice. When's your, uh, next, do you have a, do you have something on the horizon? Something big coming up? Um, I know you're doing a, and we can, we're obviously we're going to talk about this yeah, yeah. And, and, and plug it and everything. Uh, you have a, you're doing a tour coming up soon here. Yes. Or- yes. Uh, so, um, uh, my sponsor roll forever, uh, they organize or help me organize all the seminars and stuff. And, uh, so basically up until basically, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't able to, uh, earn money or even competition, uh, you know, take, cash prizes in the u.s because of my visa situation oh um, no kidding so, yeah so wow. so i was i was in the uh, process of um applying for a, a p1 athlete visa or, which okay. was recently approved Good. so as soon as that came through uh i was able to start organizing all, all of the stuff uh you know the workshops and whatnot uh, i can finally start receiving cash prizes and, and everything so it makes everything a little bit easier you know yeah. heck yeah yeah heck yeah uh, for sure man yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So February, I believe it's tenth through thirteenth. I will be in the North Carolina, West Virginia area, nice. uh, doing doing a weekend there. Uh, so we'll start off with that, and then we'll just see uh, kind of uh, where people uh, reach out from and uh, move on to the uh, next. You know, those areas yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So, blossom yeah, out. So see how it goes. And yeah. Blossom yeah. Out. yeah. That's yeah, awesome, exactly. man. Good for you, man. I'm uh, so glad to yeah, hear thank that. You. That. That. No, thank like, you. <laughs> you're able to earn that sucks. Like the thing yes. about it, I mean, I, and for this could sound dumb, but for someone like myself, I would have no idea that you could, well, you wouldn't think, yeah, you wouldn't yeah, think, I wouldn't that. think yeah. that like yeah. that's yeah. How long have you been here? If I so, say here, how long have you been in the United States? Yeah. So, so I came, uh, I've been here now for about a year. Uh, okay. The, okay. I, I, I came the first time last year. I, I landed <clears throat> in Dallas, Texas, I think October 4th of 2021. So that was the first time I ever came to the U.S. Uh, and I was here up until May 3rd, 2022. Okay. Uh, that was when I flew to, to the European trials, did the trials, and I went back to South Africa for two months uh, because I could stay on a period for of six months in the U.S. on a tourist visa. So that oh, was the, the original visa, yeah. Yeah, length of stay. So I went home for two months, and uh, I just pretty much taught there and, and trained a little bit. But obviously, you know, it wasn't the training that I was used to sure. with, with John. Uh, so I got a little bit of out of out of shape there, but it was nice to kind of uh, you know just see see my family and uh, you know teach a little bit because I, I must say I really do enjoy teaching as well. Uh, and then from there I flew back, uh, and you know I had about 
I think we did a 12 week camp for ADCC. So I was, you know, okay. got home just in time for that. Good. Uh, everything went really well. And uh, yeah, so it's been just over a year now that I've been in the US. Nice. Nice. Awesome. That's very cool. And, yeah. and you're in a great spot of Austin. Texas. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <Warm. Yeah. laughs> well, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, it's. You guys have I had some cold weather. <laughs> we've had a little bit of cold, but I, I suppose nothing compared to, you know, the East Coast. But for me, you know, coming from South Africa, it's it's not uh, it's not at all as warm as I thought it was going to be. You know, we were we were going out. There, I think it was what was the coldest? It was it was about I think it was nineteen uh, Fahrenheit here the other day. Okay, and man, yeah. I was dying. I walked outside and I was like, my I need gloves. I need a beanie. <laughs> I need I need yeah. warm clothes. It was crazy. Uh, but then I see some of these videos of of like you know houses getting frozen over and stuff like in the New York area and you know Montreal, Canada, right, and all right, those places. Yeah. Like man, you know, okay, I'm not, I, I shouldn't complain. <laughs> it's not so bad. Right? Yeah, well, yeah. I think it was about a week ago when me and Luke talked last because your wife, you had Wi-Fi issues, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And that so it those... was it was a week ago. It was negative five here, negative twenty five with the wind chill. Yeah, yeah. And, it was cold. and today it's in the fifties. Like, yeah, what's yeah. happening? I, it's it's crazy, right? I mean. Uh, what I think today is also like se- uh, the highest seventy five or something like that here. Yeah, I mean wow. it's it's overcast, but it, it's it's nice and warm at least. But yeah, the uh, the Wi Fi really gave us some issues for a while. We got it sorted out only two days ago. Wow. Um, uh, but yeah, it was it wasn't uh, it was actually something that my my cousin is 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 with me. He's living with nice. me at the moment. He's just staying with me. Is he trained? Uh, does he train too? He does. He's training Good. with us as well. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he yeah he's a blue belt and he's uh he's trying to you know himself up as well as he wants to do this as a career so good good for him man. been here for a couple months but um the two of us uh, the power went off here for about i'm going to say an hour you know and uh we were like man we were so annoyed but then i thought about it you know back home i'm speaking to my parents and in south africa they have four hours of electricity every day that's all they get oh so, wow really yeah so uh so the power station is like so the the company that runs the electrical in, in south africa is so in debt that they can't afford to run the grid uh, you know, 24 seven, like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that they have what they call load shedding and, uh, you know, so my dad phones, he's like, yeah, you guys got a little bit of a taste of what it used to be like, you know? And I was like, man, I complained about one hour cause I've been here for a year now. So you forget what it's like, you know, yeah. like, oh man, everything works so nicely and one hour and I'm like, man, that's so annoying. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, just, you know, four hours a day compared to one hour that you didn't have electricity is not too bad. bad. <laughs> that's probably yeah. helps you. I mean, that probably helps you in everything that you're doing here. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Uh, you grew up differently in terms of, you know, like surroundings and environment and stuff like that. So I'm sure it's a lot different coming to America. You're like, what the heck? Like all these people have oh, yeah. all this Absolutely. crap and all this stuff. And I lose power for an hour and I'm going, this is the worst day yeah. of my life. <laughs> Matt, I, uh, I listen to everybody. One of the biggest things uh, for me is in South Africa, there's no public transport whatsoever. I mean, we have like things called taxis, but you know, it's they're pretty dangerous to get into. Like the cars are like held together with duct tape, you know, like oh, the tax, you know. So you if you don't have a car, it's it's difficult to get around. And everyone here is like, man, especially in Texas, like the public transport is so terrible. The first six months I was here, you know, I was walking and taking the bus and the train. I was like, man, this is incredible that you can actually get around uh, you know, using the bus and the train. Because at home you can't do this at all. And he was sure. like, "No, no, no! This is the worst public transport we've ever seen like, in the whole of America." I'm like, "No, you guys, you guys don't know what's happening." You know? You're like, "Come home with me, <laughs> yeah. for a week." <laughs> yeah, you'll go. Yeah, I will. I will say, I was eventually able to. I went out of the country and did a couple of seminars, and uh, it was able to save up enough to buy a truck here. 
uh, just oh, like nice. an old, like an old, uh, I think it's 2001 Chevy Silverado. I got it for like $3,000. So that was great. Uh, so it does make a difference that I have a car now, but I, I was like, man, you know, it is actually doable to, you know, to do it without a car. Sure. Sure. And, yeah. and it depends on where you are. Like exactly. public transportation exactly. is better. Have you, have you ever in your year time and, and uh, was that the first time you ever been like when you first yes. came, that was your first was time the, ever. It was the first time. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been to a big city yet? like new york or chicago I or haven't. anything so wait till you yet. when you get to experience that you'll be like public transportation like what the heck i mean obviously you've seen movies and shows tv yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. but like legitly like the first time i was ever in new york city i'm like what the i'm like this is like okay what i see on tv is it just go with it's the flow ridiculous. man Dude, yeah, it's, yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> we went we went years ago we went to an ibjjf event in new york and it's in harlem um, in one of the school built gyms or whatever. Right. Yeah. And just trying to get to the, get to where you're going is crazy. If you don't know a subway, like yeah. how to get her, I got lost. We got lost every time we went back. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine it's crazy. the subways are colors, numbers, yeah. letters. Yeah. And you're like, how does anyone know anything here? Yeah, like man, yeah. you just ride this all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, man. Thank, thank goodness for Google maps. I'll be honest yes. with you. I mean, yes. I, without that, I, I would have had a lot more, more issues, you know, when I got here. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah. So but, yeah. how does a South African kid not play soccer or anything else and get into jujitsu? Okay. So, so I've been doing jujitsu uh, pretty much my whole life. You know, my nice. dad started, uh, started to teach me when I was five years old. Uh, he uh, he grew up in a in a particularly rough area uh, okay. in, in where you know close to where I grew up. But back in the day, it was it was a lot rougher. Sure. And from his you know primary school uh, or what, what, I don't know what you guys would call primary school is uh, like kin not kindergarten. What yeah, just one uh, elementary we call it like elementary, elementary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would be the one. So from his like elementary school days through his high school days, you know, he got into a lot of fights. Um, he didn't like bullies a lot, so I mean, just grab something to drink. You're here. okay, man. Take yeah. your time. No worries. <clears throat> Not used to talking so much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so he, you know, used to get in a lot of fights, either standing up for people or getting put uh, or getting picked on. And uh, at some stage, he decided that he wanted to try and, you know, do some kind of martial art to, you know, maybe give give his chances, make his chances a little bit better of winning, you know. Sure. And so he started with karate and uh, he got all the way, I think, to his brown belt, almost his black belt. And he's like, man, I'm still getting beat up like 75 percent of the time. I got to try something different. And uh, he moved on to kickboxing. And this was like uh, went from kickboxing into his adult years. Um and, you know, he kickboxing was good for him. Uh, you know, obviously, once he was out of school, he got into, you know, less fights um, just in the street. But he did work as a bouncer as well at some point. So, oh, you know, nice. he was using nice. that. Um, and then I think, yeah, I was born when he was 28. And uh, by the he started around that time, 28, 29, okay. uh, when I was a baby. So by the time he was a purple belt, I was about five years old. He uh, ordered the Gracie Combatives DVDs um, from... Uh, Kino and Hannah, yeah. and uh, he still started my sister and I uh, in like the garage of our house on on that, you know, for about two years, and then uh, yeah, we just never looked back. <coughs> That's very awesome. So, yeah. That's cool. Like he took the initiative to do it because he knew, and I'm sure like. And we hear this so much, and obviously the you know we're growing the community and um, 
you know, as much as we can, obviously in general, and obviously we have people like yourself, uh, Gordon, John, like doing phenomenal things amongst many other people, you know, to grow the community to, to get it as big as it is, but you probably didn't have, your dad probably didn't have any locations to train outside of like learning a lot of that stuff on his own and getting those DVDs, like so many other people have in the past until they could get to someone. Does he still train now? He does. He does. Yes. Ah, good for him, man. That's awesome. Yes. Um, so, so at the time there were, I'm going to say maybe like, I could, I could be wrong on this, but I'm going to say like about 10 black belts in South Africa at the time. Okay. Um, you know, spread out throughout the whole country, Matt, <coughs> my bad. So You're good, sorry. man. You're all right. <laughs> Anyway, um, so there we go. That seems to fit it. Okay. Uh, so he was training uh, about 45 minutes away from where we lived at the, where we, he still lives there, where I lived at the time. And um, he trained there pretty much his whole jiu-jitsu career up until the point where I was a purple belt. So okay. 16, 17 years old. Um, during that time, uh, when he was, you know, purple belt, a blue belt purple belt he's was watching marcelo garcia instructional dvds yeah. and you know all that all that good stuff the old school uh jujitsu and then by the time i started competing uh bjj fanatics we'd uh heard about and we started you know buying john and gordon's dvds and whatnot mm -hmm. and started drilling uh i was fortunate enough that uh, my dad had quite a large amount of property so yes we have a swim school that we rent out uh, on our pro uh, property at home and then we had a home gym as well so we uh, we matted that whole space out. So I was oh, able to train awesome. with my dad at home pretty much my whole life. Um, so we drilled a lot through through that area. And when I was, I'm going to say 17, I moved from the school that we were at to a Cobrinha affiliate uh, yeah. in another location. <coughs> so yeah, uh, so then from that, I trained there for about two years. Um, and that was the, I'm going to say, maybe not even two years about a year before I decided that I wanted to try and compete internationally. And uh, that was when I did my first uh, ADCC European trials. European trials I, yeah. 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 And I lost uh, twice. I went uh, and I lost. Uh, and then after the, the, the second time I decided to fly directly from Europe to the U S. So <laughs> I went, uh, I went there with like five days worth of clothes and I lost. And I was like, man, this sucks. I was like, Oh, you lost. They lost your clothes. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I thought I, you said they I, lost. I lost. Okay. No, no. I lost the event because I was meant to go. Oh, home you lost the event. Like five okay. days, okay. and then, uh, and then I was supposed to go home. You know, and I was like, man, it sucks to lose. Like, obviously, the training is not working as as well as I wanted to. And then I spoke to my parents and was like, okay, well, let's change your flight to go to the U.S. And COVID was kind of still a thing at the time, so I had to quarantine sure. in Dubai for two weeks. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. I trained in Dubai, and uh, and then flew to the U.S. Touchdown in the U.S. Two days later, competed Nogi Worlds in Dallas, um, 2021. Uh, yeah. It was 2022, yeah, or 2021. I can't even remember. Um, and again, terrible performance. Won my first match, lost the second one. I was like, man, what is going on? You're like, maybe I shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing this. And uh, anyway, I, I traveled then from Dallas to Austin, and I uh, started training with John at Henzo, Henzo Gracie Austin. And uh, he invited me to come and train at the Roka sessions with uh, with Gordon and, and Gary and uh, Giancarlo at the time. Um, and yeah, once I got a taste of that, um, it was like, man, okay, I actually just never want to leave. You know, originally the plan was to come <laughs> yeah. for like two for like two weeks and go home, get some experience. Um, 
and yeah, that that's just you know kind of how it got started. And from that that moment on, I started competing, started doing a little bit better, and uh, you know started trying to plan to see what the route was for me to be able to stay here. Sure. What is so yeah. awesome about that is, I mean, just my two cents is you got to face adversity um, quickly when you made yeah. that transition, you made that transition to start competing at a high level. You're like, I'm going to do this forever. Obviously your father has taught you, um, well, and now you just transition to obviously other great coaching and great, uh, teammates being around you. But man, that's awesome that you, I know people don't want to hear like losing sucks. It, look, it sucks at everything you do in your entire yeah. life. It doesn't matter if it's jujitsu or not. It sucks. Like losing terrible. Like my youngest son is just now starting to feel the emotion of losing. He's nine years old. Um, yeah. Plays every sport and, this year, you know, just like losing, like they could have won to go to the championship game in basketball and he, they lost. And he was, I looked at him and he was almost crying. And I said, it's adversity, bud. Like you're learning adversity. Like this is going to happen. You just got to keep working, keep pushing yourself and believe in yourself, which you obviously Luke are doing and have done and have good people surrounded around you, which is awesome because your future is super bright. I mean, you're 22. Thank you. Like you, thank you very much. It's going to be, I can't wait to see like what you're going to continue to do because watching you already is phenomenal. Like seeing you and I'm like, hey, you. and he's a big guy. <laughs> like I'm like, that's, yeah. that's Terry right there. Not that good. No, but I'm a big guy. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate yeah, for that. Sure, man. Yeah. No, I, I really, I must say, I, I feel very blessed to, to be in the situation that I am in today. You know, uh, John, Gordon, and Gary have really helped me so much since I've been here. You know, like the moment I got here, like I said to you guys, I had five T-shirts, three pairs of pants, and like three rash guards, you know, when I got here. Sure. And uh, I haven't bought any clothing. Gordon literally gave me all the clothes I have. You know, he looked after me. Uh, You know, sometimes if like the bus wasn't working, you know, it's like he'd come pick me up, take me to the gym, you know, even if it was an inconvenience to him. And at the time, I, you know, I, I still feel like I'm nobody, but, you know, maybe a little bit of a bigger name right now, but... You know, there was no benefit to him helping me in the beginning sure. at all, you know, and he, he still did that. So uh, I must say, I'm very, very grateful to, to be surrounded by <clears throat> people like that, you know. Yeah, it pays yeah. dividends to be surrounded by good people. I tell people all the time, yeah. like if, if, if you don't, you know how to do this. I mean, everyone out there that's very smart and intelligent people, like surround yourself with good people. It's not like, hey, I'm just going to use all these people. It's like, no, I want people to be around me that's going to take care of me because I'm going to do the same for them. You care for them as much as they care for you because they've done this. They've taken you like under the wing. They're like, hey, and your potential is phenomenal. You know, and social media aside, like people always, you know, like comments will come up or you'll read stuff or whatever. And those guys, you know, Gary and, and Gordon, and they'll get, they get, chopped down from haters out there but i'm like you guys are dumb like you have no idea how smart these guys are like they care about people it's not that they're this is a social media thing like in real life like they care about people man like stop yeah yeah no no for sure i mean gordon look i I will say one thing about gordon is that his social media personality and his personality in real life are the same but people don't pay attention to to what it is right Right. If you're nice to Gordon on social media, he's nice back to you. Right. You know? For sure. And if you're a good, but, and it's the same in real life. If you're nice to him, he's nice to you. Sure. But if, if you're like kind of a dick towards him on social media or in real life, then he's like, okay, well, then, you know, screw you. Yeah. Um, which is kind of how it is. And that's uh, real life. Like, yeah, honestly, exactly. like if someone's crappy to me, I'm like, 
I'm not giving you the time or place. Exactly. Like I'm not wasting exactly. my time. Like, what am I doing? Exactly. Here? You know, like, no, yeah. I want, no. I want good people around me <laughs> because yeah, it's no. only yeah, going to exactly. project me to be better and them. Like they're going to feel good about themselves. And, and yeah, I want a challenger around me, like someone that's going to, yeah. you know, push me and stuff like that, but still, like, yeah. 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 Well, that's good. And you you're know, in a great place. You know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, there's always going to be people who, uh, you know, who want to see you, you know, fail. So there's no really way to get around that. You just got to, you know, yeah, push them inevitable. aside and keep moving forward. Yeah. Especially sure. with the growth of jujitsu, like jujitsu is becoming, I mean, I don't want to say it's super mainstream, but we're, we're there, we're getting there. It's, it's getting close. Yeah. Um, you know, ADCC, obviously we talked about, it. it's the biggest ADC that ADCC that we've ever seen. Um, and I still keep plugging cheap plug. Chad and I would like to go to the next ADCC when yeah. all... <laughs> media, right? Media, right. Yeah. I was like, ah, can we get our media credentials? Like, can we just talk to people, walk around? Like <laughs> I joke about this every show, Luke, no yeah, different. No, I'm always joking. Yeah. Like, Hey, anyone out there want to take us to ADCC Yeah, next time? No, 2023? <laughs> you know what? I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. No, I no. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to the next one. Obviously, um, so Big Dad and myself will, will both be going back to the trials, um, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm you know I'm kind of looking forward to that. It's kind of a nice warm up uh, to see, and also I mean the trials in Europe are getting tougher, man. There's a lot of guys from uh, you know from the UK and and yeah. so, sort of that surrounding areas good. that are yep. that are very good, you know, coming up. So so it's a nice little uh, you know kind of warm up to the event just to get to practice the the rule set. <clears throat> That's what so, yeah, I love about it too so much. It's uh to be able to do that, to watch the European trials on flow grappling, which I love because they cover it all. So I can yeah. see all this stuff is that we're seeing, you know, like I'm, I'm in my own little bubble. I'm in, I'm in the United States, you know what I mean? So I'm in this bubble of only seeing it here and I want to see it in other countries because I want to see everyone succeed and yeah. I want to see everyone do jujitsu. I mean, let's be, let's be honest, like, save your life and make your life a lot better, not just from saving it mentally, physically, yeah. all of that. We've said yeah. it before, yeah. say it again, yeah. you know? But I love to see that other people. It's like, oh, who's that person? Oh, who's that person? Who's Luke yeah. Griffith? Oh, this kid from South Africa that's like tearing it up. So, <clears> yeah, yeah, very cool. No, yeah, it uh, it really is awesome. I mean, uh, it's been a. I, I'll be. I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. I uh, for a lot of my childhood, I actually disliked jujitsu. Um, you know, it was something that my dad wanted me to train because he's like, you know, if you ever need this, um you know, it's a good tool to have. And I was like, man, you know, I was kind of lazy. I just wanted to, you know, sit on the couch, watch TV, <laughs> you know? Uh, and he's like, you know, just, just push through a little bit. You know, this, this, this is the adversity part, you know, just you keep, just keep going. You know, you might not like it now, but you know, it'll, it'll be useful eventually. And uh, by the time I was like 14, 15, I was like, you know, dad, you were actually right. I think I like this a lot, you know? Nice. Uh, and I'm so, I'm so glad he actually didn't let me quit when I just, just because my mind was weak and I didn't mm -hmm. feel like doing something at the time, you know, uh, because to be able to, you know, be one of the first South Africans to, to do this is, is really something special to me. Uh, sure. you know, and I'd like to inspire young kids from South Africa, you know, to pursue a career in jujitsu, you know? Uh, so I'm really, really grateful for, you know, the opportunities that have presented themselves to me. That's huge, man. I mean, that's uh you're right. I mean, you're giving, you're the face of young South African kids or any person that wants to train it and thinks they never, I told you earlier, I'm 45 years old. I started my jujitsu career almost three years ago. You know, I'm very green hobbyist. I always will be, <laughs> but inspire guys my age in your country you know what i mean yeah. like but and i want to say your country i'm gonna say south africa because 
this country that we're in right now that you're in is just as much of yours yeah. as anyone else that's freaking here. I don't care what anyone says. So, um, anyway, I get, <laughs> I always you. do that. Cause I always hate when yeah. people are like, Oh, well this, and it's like, no, 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 oh, man, it's part of, <laughs> you're part of the family, man. You're, you're here. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Hey, I, I do need to know this though. Yeah. Has the uh, master become better than the student as in, have you, uh, have you given your father the, uh, the business yet with uh, jujitsu? You know, still give it to you. No, you know, my dad is a very tough guy, but I, honestly, I don't even like rolling with him. More. I love to drill with him, sure. but I just feel too bad to do anything to him. <laughs> I can't smash you know, him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just, I, I, you know, I, sometimes I roll with him a little bit, you know, but I, I can never go like full tilt against him. You know, sure. I feel too, too bad, but uh, yeah, he's still, he's still, he's still tough. You know, he, he works out a lot and uh, he's in good shape. He's 50 now. He's, I think he's turning 51 in March uh, um, good for him, man. But, uh, but yeah, he's, so he still go, gives it a good go and he's still teaching back at home. You know, so he, he enjoys <clears throat> it. Yeah. That's awesome. Do your, yeah. do your parents get to come here ever and see you or have they gotten to so, they have? Yeah. They just, they were just here for like two months. Uh, they came to watch ADCC and oh, they stayed nice. for a little bit afterwards. Cool. Uh, and then they they left back. I think it was November, like mid midway through November, they left back home. Yeah. So my whole family was here, basically. My sister, my mom, and my dad. Nice, yeah. nice, that's awesome. Yeah, that's very awesome. Your sister yeah, still so, training? Yeah, she's still training. Um, she also she just got her blue belt. Um, you know, my uh, my whole my, I was like, man, this is just this thing. I, I I try to take it to get away from my family, and everyone just followed me here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. So so my cousin and my sister are both. Uh, both trying to pursue jujitsu as a career as well. Good. Good for them. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. not, I mean, look, if it's, um, I've told people my entire life, uh, if you wake up every day and you're unhappy doing what you're doing, but you're just doing it to get a paycheck, then you need to find something else. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're taking years off your life, man, by doing yeah. that. Even yeah. though you're probably taking years off your life with jujitsu, no, I'm kidding. hundred <laughs> percent, I agree with you. I I, I woke up this morning. Like yesterday was was a tough training day for me. I was like, you know, one of those days where I struggled a little bit, and uh, I still, you know, I finished both the sessions, and I still had to go lift weights. And you know, I was like, man, I really don't want to do this. And I was so grateful that I actually had my cousin with me to say, listen, you know, like I know you feel like you're trash right now, but you know, let's just go lift anyway. You know, but sure. it's like, okay. Just, just get it done, you know, one step at a time. And, uh, you know, eventually at the end of the day, you can rest. But I woke up this morning to your point of years off your life. And I was like, man, I felt that. I absolutely felt that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the greatest ones, honestly, when you feel it. Is. Them, it then is. You know, yeah. all right, I didn't want to do it. And now I yeah. really hurt, but it's all going to be worth it, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. How much did, how different did it feel when you first uh, started training here in the United States with John and uh, Gordon and Gary and stuff? So, uh, did it so it was pretty, different? it did feel, uh, feel a lot different. Okay. I think obviously just the, um, you know, the realization that the caliber of people that you're training with is just, you know, so far above what you're used to sure. was, was pretty big, big to me. And, uh, also, just to, to know that, okay, exactly what John's teaching, like, you know, sometimes maybe you, you go to a jujitsu class and you question, like, okay, man, is this, like, you watch things and you're like, is this really actually, you know, is, is this going to work? You know, I've been to a couple of classes back home where someone teaches something and you're like, I don't, I don't really know about this. But you, you listen to John teach and you look at, you know, what his students have done and you're like, there's, you know, there's, you can't question anything that he teaches mm -hmm. at all. Like yeah. everything just yeah. makes complete sense. 
Um, and the way that he <clears throat> teaches is is so technically advanced, but so simplified that it's so easy to understand, uh, you know. And uh, the rate that I've been able to progress learning from him in such a short amount of time is just, you know, uh, is incredible to me. Just I look back at a year ago and I look at the gra- the way that I used to grapple. I'm like, man, it's you know, today and then is is two completely different grapplers. You know, even if I if I take two months ago and I look two months back, sure. it's, you know, I can see evolution. You know, um, so I really do think that the way that John teaches is just so far superior to anything else I've experienced. I, sure. I mean, I haven't experienced everything, but uh, yeah, I definitely think that uh, it's different to, to anywhere else. Yeah. And that's huge. So we had um, John Carlo up for a seminar a couple yes. months ago, right? He was up for our annual charity seminar and that's how I heard your name. Yes. You know? Okay. Yeah. He, he was, um, we were getting ready to leave. It was just me and him. He's like, Hey, I got somebody for your podcast. Cause he was on ours. He was on the show yeah. too. Yeah. He was on ours okay. when we first started. He's like, you need to get Luke on. Um, but after, at the end of the seminar, he was doing a Q and a, right. Yes. And we're always waiting for like this, this, you know, answer aha moment, like this, this aha right. moment. Right. And yeah. Somebody, somebody, this said, was one well, of the greatest parts of that whole seminar. Yeah. And I wish opinion. I, and I wish as a coach, I wish I would have stopped the seminar and made people realize what John Carlos said. Somebody's like, well, what do you do? Do you do specific training or what do you do when you go to the gym? He's like, whatever John tells me to do. Like every answer came back to whatever John tells me to do. Right. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. listen to your coach. They know what they're doing. Have faith yes. in the people that are teaching you. Right. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, I a hundred percent agree with that. Um, yeah. That, that's, that's People that's were waiting for like this big, like boom explosion, like, Oh, there's magic. And John does yeah. this and does this yeah. and Gordon <laughs> does this and does this. And it goes, yeah. No, they teach, he teaches, and we do like John Carlo was like, we do what he tells us to do. Like it might, Hey, we're all, we're going to train a sweep that everyone here knows, but that's what we're going to do, but we're going to get precision and break it down even more. You know what I mean? And I go to me, that's pure jujitsu. Like when I sat back and he was saying it, I was like, sweet. (laughs) This is exactly what I was hoping to hear. Yeah, I, I mean, I, just uh, for an example of that, you know, I mean, doing something that you've done a thousand times where, you know, John asks you to do it and everyone does it during the ADCC camp. And I mean, we, after each class, we would do like a single leg creativity drill where someone pick up a single and you just bounce around, you know, playing around, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people try and put you down and you just, you know, balancing good defensive hand position, head position, playing around. And we did that every day for like two months, you know, Um and I think ADCC happened, and I don't think one of our guys was put down with a single leg. I think, you know, Nicholas, uh, I think Ty Rotola picked up a single leg. He uchimoted him off the single. You know, like, you look at that, and you're like, man, John made us do this thing every single day. And then you look at competition, you're like, man, it absolutely paid off. You know, like, not one of us was put down with a single at all. If you um, go back and listen to all the matches from from your team, um, the announcers even talk about the defense. So yes. like just listening, I'm very, I pay attention a lot of maybe some people are like, you're stupid. You don't need to pay attention. I was like, no, I listen to this stuff. So they're like, they would talk about the defense. And I remember what you're talking about when, when, um when Nick, he, his defense to keep that, to keep Ty off of his leg, like that whole yes. time. And it was like, wow, 
Yeah, like I get it. And now it makes complete sense. Like my loop is closed. Like you could just saying, yeah, they we worked on it, which yeah. anyone out there and everyone out there is listening, man, like Luke's, this is serious. Like if this is what you want to do, this is what you need to do. I mean, Chad tells me all the time. He's like, keep practicing that. Keep doing that all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, no, absolutely. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's very, very important, uh, you know, to, to drill things over and over and over again and, uh, you know, become a master at everything. You know, for sure. Uh, and I, I watched something the other day about Gordon and it was like, you know, every, everyone says, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. But what happens when you get somebody who's a jack of all trades and he's mastered all of them, you know, right. and that's Gordon. <laughs> right. No kidding. Uh, and, you know, that's and that's and that's the goal, really, you know, so it was, sure. it was quite a good way. You of know, it's it. like, I mean, we talk about Bruce Lee. I mean, Bruce Lee talked about the, you know, like the man who with the 10,000 kick versus the, the one of many type thing. It's the same exact exactly. thing. Like, yeah. Do it 10,000 times. And then it's like, it, you build that muscle memory so clear and so well that nothing ever is a phase for you or um, a scare when you're in a certain position, because you've already been there so many <clears throat> times that you already know how to defend it. Now. Yes. Yeah. Things are going to happen. That's jujitsu. Yeah, sure. That's, you yeah. know, that's just the, this sport that we do. Um, you know, from hobbyist to, to as yourself a professional, I'm going to yeah. call you a professional. I would think you're a professional. Yeah. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are, man. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, doing what you're doing. And obviously, like I said earlier, your, your future is super bright, but it's truth, yeah. right, Chad, yeah. you say, well, yeah, I mean, you got to drill the stuff. I mean, you know, I think in today's world with all the way we can stream techniques and YouTube and all that, it's easy to get off course and want to practice everything. Yeah. I'm not saying, and obviously we're not saying don't learn everything, but you have to, you have to you have to drill some stuff, right? Yeah, like I always. No, use... I mean, yeah, it, it's it's good because I I mean, you look at all these other gyms as well, and you know, everybody. It's easy to train hard, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody can train hard and be like, yeah. oh, I'm just gonna you know put all my energy into training as hard as I possibly can, but it's not easy to train smart. You know, you train with your mind just as much as you train with your body. Um, so it's easy to kind of just switch off your mind and you know you know uh, put in all the physical activity, but your mind has to be working and thinking just as much as your body is exerting yeah. effort. Mm -hmm. Yep. A hundred percent. That's what, uh, I mean, it's a huge, beautiful thing about jujitsu because, and one of the huge things that attracted me because it was not just a physical thing. It was a mental thing. It was a mind, mm -hmm. um, you know, puzzle constantly. You're constantly trying to figure something out or, and you know, once you get those pieces and you start chaining them together, obviously things get better than you want to go on to something else and try and try to better that, whatever. Um, yeah. On your no, side, sure. you're fast paced. <laughs> like, like you gotta, you gotta learn everything. Not, I'm joking. Like, you know. no, I don't, I don't. <laughs> no, look, it is, uh, you know, it is sometimes frustrating, you know, because some things you learn quicker than others and you're like, sure. There's some, there's a move that maybe John shows and you see everyone else hitting it. You're like, man, I just, I just can't hit this. Uh, and you know, you keep practicing it and eventually, you know, it could, so maybe some moves take you longer to learn than others. You know, but uh, as long as you keep practicing, everything will, will eventually, you know, come. And that's mm -hmm. good that you bring that up because I think that's such a determinant deterrent from people in jujitsu that they expect it to be like this. Yeah. And it's not always like that. It's not always quick and just in it right away. Like sometimes yeah. you can look over and you're like, man, don't compare yourself with that person doing it because yeah. they could be doing it phenomenal. Like don't compare Terry, don't compare yourself to Luke <laughs> when he, you see Luke in the gym and you're like, what the heck, man? Like, 
I, I want to do that. He's doing it phenomenal. We just did it and I can't yeah, do that at absolutely. all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and there's too no, many sure. people I think that end up doing that and they end up yeah. walking away from it. And it's like, man, if we yeah. can get you guys out there to change your mindset and exactly. really focus on yourself, then yeah. No, I, I mean, you know, it, people have different rates of learning, but that doesn't mean that you, you know, you're still spending the time on the mat, yeah. you know, you're yep. still there, you're still practicing. So you, maybe you don't get it right now, but that mat time is never wasted, mm-hmm. you know? So even if you're on the mat, just hanging out because you need a, a day to be on the mat, I, I'll, I'll be honest with, friends, with you. Man. If, if I'm injured or, or, you know, I feel like I can't roll, I absolutely try not to miss a session, you know, even just watching and listening to John teach. I feel I, like I learned something <clears> every single time. I think it's super important that, uh, you know, if, even if you aren't training uh, physically, that mentally you should be there. Yeah, yeah. definitely. For yeah, sure. That's, that's where I'm going to be at right now. I hurt my knee really pretty bad last Thursday. It's my first, oh, ma- it's my first major <sighs> injury in 18 years of jujitsu. Like, I feel like I've trained smart and not trained yeah. when I should, you know, yeah. so now I, yeah. I'm going to have other people teaching the classes for me, but my goal is to Good. still put my gi on and still be in class. Yes. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's that, sometimes that's hard. Like it is, it you're is. like, ah, I want to like, so yeah. Yeah. It's be no, tough, for sure. That's what happens when you get super old, like Chad and you grow this glorious <laughs> beard, the body starts falling apart. Uh, man, you. I'll I'll be honest <laughs> with you guys, man. I'm looking both of your beards are much better than mine. I'm like, man, <laughs> like I got patches all over, and I'm like, I've been trying to grow this thing out for like four months, and this is all I've got, you know. <laughs> it's a it's a start, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Awesome. So yeah. Hey, man, do you have any other hobbies? Do you like to do anything else besides jujitsu? I'll be honest with you. Um, since I've been in the U.S., I haven't even had time to do anything else. Um, okay. I haven't even explored that much of Austin. I mean, I've been downtown a couple times with some friends to eat, but uh, I haven't done anything uh, besides, you know, go to Barton Springs, which is the, you know, like the local pool to go and to swim in the summertime. Oh, nice. Okay. But uh, between between that and training, there's there's really not much time for for anything else. Yeah, when um, you're a professional, man. I mean, you're and you're. I mean, you're still, you're pushing that ladder or climbing that yeah. ladder to get to be to the peak that you want to be. Like, I know you have a goal. I'm sure you do. And you, yeah, you know, obviously. Um, so yeah, you don't really Luke, no time for you. You can't go out. And play. <laughs> yeah. No, nope, uh, no play for I, you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I must say I am, I'm a little bit strict with myself. I, uh, you know, but I also, I find it very easy. Like a lot of people need, um, you know, like social interaction. Yep. Whereas for me, I like I get enough social interaction at training. Like I don't have yeah, to sure. get uh, get that much of it outside of training. So sure. for me to come home and you know to cook and to get a good night's sleep is very it's a lot easier for me than uh, I'll I'll give my sister for an example is she loves social interaction so she likes to go out with her friends and have coffee which is a good thing as well you know sure but oh, yeah. um but thankfully I'm gonna say thankfully because I think it aids you know kind of the goal that I'm working towards. That I don't, I don't need that, and I, I can, you know, after training, I can't be by myself, just rest, recover, and and you know, do what I need to do. Um, so yeah, I, I don't really allow myself to do much outside of training. It's an introvert, Chad. He's an introvert. Yes, yeah. person. I am. Yeah. I am. <laughs> Chad is you an know, introvert. I'm an introvert yeah, I mean, until I'm we, comfortable, even though I we think, do a podcast. But <laughs> I think all, funny. At, at the same time, we're all social people. We're just social with yeah. the people we want to be. 
exactly, social yeah, exactly, with, you know, exactly. it's our, it's our jujitsu friends, right? We don't yeah. need to go out and do other yeah. things. Right? Yeah. And I mean, you're spending so much time with these people as well that you, you know, you begin to know them much more intimately than you would know yeah. uh, regular people outside, you know, anyway. So uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely not that you're, yeah. you don't want to talk to people. Yeah. Right. And they become, I mean, we've said it many times and I've said it even, you know, I didn't know I was going to find the family that I was like forever oh. looking for, you know, yeah. type deal. And like jujitsu brings that to you. And yeah, you go there, you're like, I can like tell intimate conversation or have intimate conversations or tell them about stuff that happened outside of the gym yeah, that I thought was hilarious that I would never talk to anybody <laughs> else about. <laughs> and then yeah. I'd be telling someone the story at the gym because I'm like, oh, it's like my brother and my sister over there. So, or exactly. whatever, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is about jujitsu too. I don't know if it's just the time we put in and the sweat and all that stuff is we're emotional people too, right? Like, Indeed. you know, you Indeed. can start talking to another fellow guy and you start tearing up about something. Like, I don't know what, I saw a video the other day of Joe Rogan talking about when Eddie Bravo beat Hoyler and oh, yeah. Joe was there and he actually started crying. Like not, you know, it was a lot, it was a show this week and just yeah. telling the story, he got emotional and started crying about it. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's uh, something about what we put in with each other that brings that out. I think, yeah, in yeah, a good way, sure. obviously. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, did yeah, you, uh, sure. Luke? Did you watch? Did you watch a lot of jujitsu like growing up in general, or in, in you know, obviously social media? You, you are, uh, you are the life of social media. You are that age of everything is yes. in there. You know what yes. I mean? So, so you've been around it. You've seen it. You've got to see the coming of the age of how it's been ingrated with everything that we do throughout our entire lives pretty much yes. now. I mean, through our daily lives now. Um, I was just curious, like, did you watch a lot then since you were uh, not, yeah, so, not in the United States? <laughs> yeah. So I definitely, the last, I'm going to say four years of like uh, my life, I, I watched a lot of jiu-jitsu. Um, okay. I would, uh, previous to coming here, you know, in between training, I would study, you know, John and Gordon's instructions, I would say between like three and four hours a day. You oh, know, nice. I, wow. So what I, I love to do was, uh, you know, listen, I'd watch, watch whatever I was watching and then I'd rewind it and then I'd play it and I'd write out uh, like word for word ah, what John okay. was saying. Okay. So that way I was trying to like explain it to myself uh, and it took a lot of time. So I definitely enjoyed doing that. Um, I don't do it as much anymore because now I'm learning directly. But you're there, man. Down, so you're like, live. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I definitely uh, do enjoy studying. And it's something that if I uh, if I do get myself into, I kind of, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? You know, kind of get addicted pretty quickly and I can fall into a trap of just, you know, being encased in and just watching sure. tape. Yeah. Uh, you get those blinders on. You get, yes, you yeah, get blinders yeah, yeah. on and just keep going. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, I don't think is a bad thing. It happens from time to time, uh, and I, I quite enjoy it. Um, and then just watching matches as well. I used to watch a lot of matches, um, older matches, you know, like the early EBIs with Gordon and mm -hmm. Gary and Eddie, sure. uh, all those guys. Uh, I, you know, really enjoyed watching all of those. And um, you know, those are kind of what uh, you know pushed me more towards like the no gi side of things because I previously trained mostly in the gi uh, in South Africa. Um, you know, so watching that sort of thing and just seeing the, the trajectory of where Nogi was going kind of uh, pushed me in that direction. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think that I got a big influence from, from watching Jiu-Jitsu. Do you train both now or just strictly uh, just stay in Nogi, obviously, for now? Yeah, so for now, it's it's, it's mainly Nogi, but uh, with Merigali training with us now, 
Uh, I'm sure at some point he will do another key camp, and uh, sure. I'm quite interested to see. I'd like to do that with him, uh, and we'll see. Maybe maybe I'll do uh, like a major in the gi uh, for IBJJF. We'll see. Oh, I'm, nice. still, I'm still deciding. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you're I mean, your jujitsu's there, man. Like, don't don't think that it's not. Can, like, it's no. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I'm not not too worried about the uh, jujitsu, you know. But my uh, I, the last time I put my gi on was for like a week during uh, Nicholas's world camp and man my fingers just weren't oh, used yeah. to the grips man like that <laughs> my fingers were completely raw uh so i mean it'll take me a little while to get used to it again i'll have to tape my fingers up and whatnot but uh hey we can help us your address and i'll say uh, chad and i yeah. will send you some tape we have our own uh, okay. tape business Come okay sounds great. Tape, sounds great and we'll send you some some black tape that'll uh you sounds good let us know yeah for sure thank you that that sounds great yeah for sure um, man but, but yeah, Nicholas, so, uh, you're ready to go. Fingers are taken. Yeah, grab all day. Everything's up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd uh, I'd like to see like to, to do a full camp in the gi, and then you know, and and see how I'm feeling, um, and then and then decide. But you know, uh, like I said, it's uh, it's all good experience as well. I know you know Nicholas definitely wants to do more competitions. Giancarlo wants to compete in the gi as well. So if nice. everyone's doing it, I might as well jump in. Yeah, awesome, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. For sure, yeah. definitely. Then wonder if we'll see. Cool. You think we'll ever see Gordon compete in the gi? There's a, there's a chance. There's a, there's chance a rumor, we'll a little rumor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a chance. <laughs> I saw he posted on uh, social media not too long ago and he had a, yes, on yeah, yeah. It's like question mark. I'm like, ah, he'll, yeah. be <laughs> he'll be just fine. Oh, he'll, he'll be, he'll be a, more than fine. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've seen him train with a lot of, you know, I, I won't say any names, but big names, the gi and, uh, and in the training room, it just, it's not even close, even at the gi, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's really phenomenal how he can translate his jiu-jitsu to gi and no gi, even without training so frequently in the gi. Yeah. He's a super smart kid, man. Or I yeah. say I mean, kid, he's a super well, smart young man. I'm not yeah. gonna call him. Yeah, it, it, I love it, him. it just comes. It comes down to being good at jujitsu. We said, you know, exactly. When when I was coming up, it was Marcelo Garcia, right? So Marcelo yeah. was a gi guy who trained no gi like once a week or something crazy, you know. But he, then he went out and won ADCC and just beat everybody. So a lot of it yeah. just comes down to being good at jujitsu. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I think a lot of times now, uh, you know, gi and no gi, people, especially people who are competing, and a lot of gyms train to win, but they don't train to do jujitsu, right? So right. they're mm -hmm. not actually doing jujitsu. They're you know winning by an advantage or you know training by, to the rule like, set, you know. right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Which I think is to the detriment of your skill development. You know. Sure. Um, you know those advantages in the points. You you'll get those if you're good at jujitsu. You know you, you mount someone, you take someone's back. You're gonna get those points anyway. You know, but, right? Exactly. You know, yeah. So I think that's uh, something that people need to start expanding for, in their training. Luke, for you, yeah. for the UFC Fight Pass, was that um, yeah. was that different? Because I know it was EBI style rules. Yeah. Was that a little? Were you like, oh wait so, a minute, or were you used yeah. to it? Uh, I was actually pretty used to it. We've been Good. training. We were training EBI anyway because uh, obviously Big Dan and Gordon were both, and the Oliver was were competing in it. So yes, you know, we were yes, right. That rule set anyway. Uh, and I competed at the EBI Absolute. Uh, I'm going to say a month prior to to that anyway. Okay. Um, so I was was pretty uh, well versed. It's it is a uh, one of my fa more favored rule sets in in Nogi. You know, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, so yeah, it was good. It's um it's interesting because I'm. I'm pretty green, obviously, uh, to watching jujitsu as well. So this past season, uh, when EBI, the tournament that was on not too long ago that Giancarlo yes. competed in, uh, when he, he hurt his ribs, I believe. In yes. The, uh, yes. 
that was the first time I've got to watch like a full EBI rule set type and everything. And I was like, wow, like it's, I loved it because it seems so much harder for you guys <laughs> because yes. of the overtime rules. Like obviously yes. if you didn't go into overtime, it was straight up jujitsu, you know, yeah. watching it wise. But when it went to overtime, I was like, holy mackerel. I'm like, this is cool. I yes. love it. I'm yeah. a pair. I watch it. Uh, yeah. No competing in that <laughs> for me. Yeah. But. It's, it's, it's definitely, it definitely can be one of the, like the most exciting rule sets, but uh, it is also the downside where to where people are now, you know, kind of being playing a KG stall game to get to the overtime. To get to over, yeah, so that, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you have, you have both sides of the coin uh, on, on that one, you know? Yeah. So um, again, so it's, it, it's like you said, it's detrimental. People are playing to these rule sets versus yeah, just exactly. doing jujitsu. Yeah, so yeah. if you're yeah, doing that makes no a matter, lot of sense. Yeah. No matter what Luke is doing, you're gonna probably you're gonna have the same game plan, right? Yeah. No yeah, matter exactly. if it's IBJJF or whatever, yeah, yeah. You're going to I, try to finish. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's uh I think that's what jujitsu is about, right? Uh, yeah. you know, you want to try and dominate and submit your you know, your opponent. Um and I think that, you know, people sometimes take it to the extent where it's like, oh, it doesn't really matter how you win an advantage. And, you know, people rip their gi open and start screaming. Right. You're like, you know, right, right, exactly. um, and, you know, I'm all for celebration. You know, I'm not, I, you know, I think it's great, but I think that, you know, celebration definitely needs to be earned. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with you. Like I'm all for se celebration, but I'm also for like, we'll earn that celebration, man. Yes, like, don't, exactly. Don't celebrate. If you just kind of sat there, like when I'm watching yeah. things and I go, yeah. when someone gets up and they like to each their own, I'm not going to downgrade anybody. I'm not, not <laughs> yes, knocking anybody, exactly. but yeah. like to stand up and scream and holler. And it's like, you didn't do anything for like, 10 minutes like i, I don't know. really understand that but <laughs> hey but then again i don't know anything so so everyone yeah. can attack me all they want because i don't no. know that, so. <laughs> no no i yeah i agree um you know it is what it is though i suppose you know there, there's you know things that people won't like and uh in any kind of sport so you know, i suppose there is something that you're always going to have to deal with i mean gordon and john you know speak about it a lot you sure. know people inevitably are going to play stolly games and uh, you know eventually you you have to get to the point where you're good enough to overcome that and win anyway sure yeah you know that's one thing about adcc that i oh man just fixated on it watching it was that like there wasn't it was action the entire time every one of your guys's matches gals matches from from the open to everything through was just good i mean for me yeah. like i watch it and i was like wow they obviously the show was fantastic it was put on very well and uh in the entertainment i mean you yes, guys yeah. left it on the mats you know yeah yeah and uh, i mean that's another thing that my you know entertainment is you know john's spoken to us about as well is that we are in the entertainment business you know as much yeah. as you know you want to win people are paying to watch you as well so yeah, you know there's sure. the pressure of of winning but also you know being an entertaining you know, performer, so to speak. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There is a classification of that to fall in with um, professionals and I want it. I want to see it. Not just because I'm paid or not because I'm paid. I'm not getting paid. Anybody out there wants to pay <laughs> us. But, um, but because you're not just because you're getting paid or whatever, but it's like, it's a part of giving to the community as well. Like elevating it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, Hey, that's, yes. that's elevate this because 
we hear it, we see it, we read it in social media, talk on shows, a lot of great podcasts out there, obviously doing what we do. Um, want every one of them to be successful because I think it's going to elevate our community. We want as many people talking about jujitsu because it's the best by yes. far on the planet. I don't care where you're from, where you're at, yes. whatever. We yes. know this, you know, so <laughs> yes, no, I agree. Big deal. I agree. You know, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Um, awesome well man we kept you for a solid hour of your life why don't you do this man anything you want to say and and i'm not put you on a spot but tell everyone how to get to you on social media what's up and coming everything will be in the show notes so they can click on it i know you're going to be doing the tour we talked about it earlier in the show we want people to be able to if they're in that area listening to the show i want them to be able to get to you be able to come check you. you out get a seminar um get you some cash (laughs) <laughs> yes, get please. some cash Thank you. and loot spot you know, everybody out if, there if anyone wants to send me anything you know i'm more than happy to accept <laughs> yes yeah um, yes for sure please but, uh, do everybody but yeah. <laughs> and but tell yeah, your so, sponsors uh, anyone that's sponsoring anything yes. man tell yeah you. so so biggest sponsor and you know uh, they really help me out with everything is is roll forever you know if nice. you guys support them uh you're supporting athletes you know they don't take any of uh, the profits for themselves everything is put back into the athletes they sponsor um, you know, so it's been really awesome to be able to work with a company that uh, is not really just looking out for their interests, but the interest of the athletes that they're sponsoring, you know. Um, so I wouldn't even be able to be in the U.S. without without them. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, shout out to, to Roll Forever. And then, yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram at Luke underscore Griffith uh, Jiu Jitsu with JJ. Um, and, yeah, the, what as far as what's coming up, uh, I um, – January 22nd is a potential uh, super fight up in Houston. I believe it might be on UFC Fight Pass. I'm not too sure about that. I could be mistaken. Uh, I'm still working out the details of, of, uh, of that match, but uh, I think that's that's probably going to be the, the next one that's coming up. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, but thank yeah. you, Luke, for everything, man, for, for oh, doing you what you're doing, for uh, competing, being a professional, for giving us the time to come on the show and just, you know, talk to a bunch of old guys about jujitsu. Oh, appreciate no, that, it. That, appreciate that, it greatly. Thank you, thank you so much for having me on. I, I had a great time. I really appreciate Good. it. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, uh, yeah, God bless you and everything that you're about to do and everything you have done and keep doing it, man. Thank you so and, much. Uh, don't forget, uh, message Chad or send him yes, uh, your address, and uh, I'll, I'll get some tape in the mail out to you. And then, uh, Sounds you know, great. if you ever need anything down the road or need to talk about anything, want anything more than just social media and want to talk about a topic, holler, let us know, man. Come back on, and uh, we can chat about it, my friend. Sounds great, guys. Thank you so All much. Right, I really brother. appreciate it. Yes, again. sir. You yep. guys have a great yes. day. All right. Thanks, Thanks brother. Thank you. you too, man. We'll see you, brother. See you guys. Later. Bye.